0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
1: plus. Blog Talk Radio.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Inspiration with the Empowerment Place. This is your host, Valerie Burrell. We have been blessed this week so far with some phenomenal messages of inspiration. And today, I'm expecting nothing less. Uh, We are excited to have with us um, my oldest child, um, phenomenal woman. She's not a child. She's my child, but she's a phenomenal woman, Um, attorney (laughs) Tiffany Webb. Tiffany um, received her bachelor's degree in criminal justice, magna cum laude, from BCU, Virginia Commonwealth University. She later received her Juris Doctorate from William & Mary School of Law. Um, Tiffany is currently serving... In Gloucester County, and in the Commonwealth Commonwealth Attorney's Office, um, she's mother of a wonderful blessing, Carter. He's our sweetheart, and, and she's just an all-around inspiration to many. So, Tiffany, thank you so much for being with us today for
1: lunchtime inspiration. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm going to turn this over to you now. Um, and you can sort of move about as you're led. Um, I'm excited to hear what you have to release.
1: All right. So, again, thank you um, for the opportunity to be a part of Blog Talk's Lunchtime Inspiration. Um, I'm always happy when I'm voluntold uh, to be a part of, of <laughs> Of your um of your productions <laughs> and I'm close to that. <laughs> oh, put your mom um, on blast like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> um, but no, seriously. When you asked me um, to participate in this, um, I think what I said to you was, "I'm I'm not inspirational," and <laughs> you responded to me. But you are, and I, you know, kind of laughed it off. But when I hung up the phone with you, I did um, feel some conviction in my spirit because. I am, and I think always have been, my hardest critic. And even though I know, realistically speaking, that where I am in life, the opportunities that I've been afforded, the things that I'm doing are far beyond greater than most, Um, but I still have my own individual goals that I want to accomplish, and so I just have to recognize, you know, how much it is that God has blessed me with, has blessed me to do the knowledge, the different uh, positions that I've held, the different people that I've come into contact with, I I am inspirational and I need to remind myself more of that on a daily basis. So, uh, again, I just thank you for putting me in this position. Um, When I was thinking about what I wanted to say today to inspire the people of God, um, the saying kept coming to me, um, you want to make. You want to make God laugh, you know, tell him your plan. And um, I think that, that that saying has proved relevant in in quite a few different aspects of my life. Um, as my mom shared, currently I am serving as an assistant Commonwealth attorney in Gloucester. Um, I started that position in November of 2018. So I've been there, I guess, about a year and a half now. doesn't seem that long, but it's been about a year and a half. Um, when I decided to accept that position, uh, I wasn't at all um, uncomfortable in my current or in my in my position at that time, which was at the Richmond Public Defender's Office. Uh, I love my job, I love my coworkers, um, I love my boss. I know most people can say that. Um, I had a good schedule, I mean I wasn't drowning. In um, work, but personally, I was drowning for a number of different reasons. And so, when the opportunity presented itself for me to um, apply for the position in Gloucester, my mindset was that I could move um, back home to West Point, where I grew up, where I attended school, where my roots are, um, where several of my family members are. To give myself a break and that I knew that I would be in a safe place and a place where I had support, but then also um, to give my son the opportunity to kind of grow up the same way that I did with that home feeling. Um, So I applied for the job. I got the job. All was well. Um, I want to say maybe four to five months into the job, um, my boss, the individual that hired me, found herself in a position um, where she was Uh, given the opportunity to serve as a judge to be appointed to the bench. Um, And I was happy for her, very ecstatic for her, because she is very deserving. Um, But selfishly in my mind, I would be lying if I didn't say that I said to God, if I knew um, that my dynamics and the work changed so drastically and so quickly of me, Basically, packing up my life for this new job and moving to a new place i never I never would have made this move um, and when I said that out loud, God basically said to me, it wasn't for you to know um because had you known no, you wouldn't have made that move, you wouldn't have made that step, and you would have blocked your blessing so this this has nothing to do with you this is this is what I wanted for you you are where I need you to be. And so I said, okay, and and, and I let it be. Um, And I just got to thinking about how that that theme has kind of resonated in my life. Generally, I think back to law school, um, it was late in the game, um, a couple of months before graduation, and I did not have a job um, at that time. And um, I got a phone call for – a clerkship position that I had applied to several months beforehand. Um, hadn't heard anything, uh, just moved under the assumption that I didn't get it. Um, I was okay with that under the circumstances, but when I got the phone call um, that some things had changed and that the position was open and that I needed to make a decision um, within two days, mind you, this clerkship was in a completely different state where I knew no one um, of course, the panic set in, you know, something new, so I don't know anybody. I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what my family will say. I don't know if they'll be okay with this vision because I'm moving five hours away. Um, but I prayed about it, and, and and I made the move. And it was a, a very interesting time in my life, but I would not have changed it because that just kind of set the path um, for where my legal career has gone, um, you know, since since that point. Um, I am a self-admitted, I guess some people would say control freak, but I'll say I'm a planner. I like things to be in order. Um, I like knowing, um, you know, what's next, what the plan is, so on and so forth. Um, And I can't really think of a time where I haven't always kind of had a plan, my own plan for my life. Um, you know, for example, I went to primary school, so the elementary, the middle, the high school. I knew after I graduated high school, the next step was college. I went to college. I knew when I graduated from college, that next step would be law school. I went to law school. After law school, I knew the next step was to pass the bar. I passed the bar. Um, and then what? So again, God started lining up opportunities for me by way of different jobs. Um, I got the clerkship. Um, he allowed me to come back to Virginia as a magistrate. Um, as a magistrate, he allowed me to move into a position with the public defender's office, and now I am where I am. And and when I look back, just kind of over the different paths that I've traveled career-wise, um, I, I believe God is setting me up for you know what it is that I ultimately want to do in life, and that is to to be a judge one day. Um, and I and I truly believe that because I kind of got out of my own way, even though I always had a plan, um, but because I allowed him to kind of manipulate or always manipulate that plan for me to be where I needed to be in a particular moment, although I may not have understood what the purpose was at that time, you know, I am exactly where it is that I need to be. Um, I I am blessed. <laughs> um i um, favored in, in ways that, you know, one could not even imagine. Um, I had the opportunity maybe a month or so ago um, to speak at a local church in Gloucester for their Black History Month program. And um, they asked me to speak about a particular individual, and I apologize. Her name is slipping me at this time, but she's essentially the equivalent of Rosa Parks. Um, She did what Rosa Parks did, but here locally in Gloucester. And so the theme of that particular program was, and they asked me to be a part of that program because I am, as far as I know, um, the first African-American Commonwealth attorney in Gloucester. And so, again, I I was in a position where I just kind of had to remind myself, you know, I am blessed, and I I do serve a purpose. And even though I see it as I'm just doing my job, you know, on a day-to-day basis because this is something that I always want to do, people recognize me. People see me in the way that I carry myself in court, um, in the way that I interact with people, in a way that I recognize that even though I'm doing a job and oftentimes there are difficult parts about my job, um, it's still about how you treat people, it's about how you respect people, it's about how you carry yourself, and what I've realized is that my reputation far precedes me, even if I have not met individuals um, previously. You know, when I see them, they say, I've heard about you and how you treat people um, and how you carry yourself, and we're glad that you're here. And and that, that speaks volumes to me because I have a difficult job, um, a very difficult job, but people are still able to see the God in me just because of how I was raised, because of, because of what's been instilled in me um you know because of because of what it is that i know um just based on you know my relationship with god and and so i'm thankful for just on this day being authentically me and i want to encourage other people you know to do the same don't try to fit a mold um you know just be reminded that we are all created in God's image, um, he created us exactly the way that he wants us to be. And, I mean, obviously we have free will, so we may do some improvising a bit, um, and I'll say do us, and get off track. But even then, you know, God is to be on a daily basis to allow us to come back to that place where we need to be. Um, so for those out there, especially in these times who aren't really sure, you know, what's next, Lord, what is next for me, um, hold fast to his word. You know, he, he knows all things. Um, there's a, there's a reason for all things, even if we don't, you know, really understand what that reason is in the moment, you know, trust God and believe that he, he is doing exactly what it is that he needs to do for your life in that moment, in that purpose, um, and, and allow him to do so. And when you do, when you, you know, stop resisting, um, things will just go so much smoother. You know, you could learn the lesson the first time as opposed to the fifth time if you just sit back and, and let him have his way. Um have his way, you know, in your life. And so that's just kind of been one of the most important goals for me, just to stop resisting, you know, to allow him to do what it is that he's going to do in all all aspects of my life, not just in my job, but, you know, personally, um, in my role just as a woman generally, in my role as a mother, in my role as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend, um, just allowing him to have his way and to stop, you know, trying to dictate, you know, what it is that I want. Um, because I recognize, you know, now just in the many things that I have gone through, when I let him do it his way the first time, it, it just works out so better. So I just encourage people, even in the midst, again, of what's going on, you know, let let God do what it is that he's going to do and trust that it will all work itself out.
0: Tiffany, when I, I listen to you, because I've got inside track information, um, uh, <laughs> when you share about the, the letting go, letting God, um, can you share with people process because, you know, people hear that. And, um, again, because we're all in different places, faces, and mindsets, um, what are some of the challenges that you feel people face when it comes to actually releasing and allowing God to do what he does?
1: Well, I mean, I think I, mean, I know you talked even. a little bit of – Sure, go ahead. Go ahead think everybody's process is going to be different. There there are some people who hear what God says and jump on it immediately because that's just how they are. Um, There are some people who literally have to be broken down (laughs) um, and have no other option but to submit to the will of God uh, because that's just how they are. For me personally, I will say that I was kind of in the middle of those two things. Like, I hear you, Lord, but you know, are you sure? Because I don't really know, you know, how this is going to work out. And then I, you know, I ignore it and say, all right, I'm going I'm to I'm do me. I'm going to wait a little bit longer. And then, you know, a, a couple weeks pass, couple months pass, you hear the same thing. And you're like, is that really you, Lord? Because I'm, I'm not sure. You know, and again, all the while, he's still extending his grace and his mercies and, you know, still not taking me away from this world because he could have, you know, in my disobedience. Um, And and again, like I said, for me, in that place that I was when I made that decision to move, I just felt like I was drowning. And I mean, and on the outside, everything, you know, seemed fine to those who maybe did not know me that well, but for those who did, you know, have an inside track, they could see, you know, the way that different things were impacting me. And so I just kind of, you know, finally said to myself, enough is enough. And in my situation, a lot of my motivating factors was my son. You know, I made some promises to myself when I was, you know, not young but a younger adult that if, you know, God ever blessed me with the opportunity to be a mom, that there were certain things that I didn't want to in certain ways that I did not want him to, you know, grow up. And so he was a motivating factor for me to just kind of say, okay, this is what I have to do. And, again, thankfully for me in my situation, I knew that the changes that I was making uh, would put me in a place where I would be surrounded by, you know, those who, loved me and cared about me and could kind of, you know, help me through this new phase in my life, Um, but it was still difficult. And, and, I mean, I I say all that, had I made changes a long time ago, I probably would would have been a lot further off. And I think that what people need to just realize and recognize is that if you know that God is speaking to you and telling you to do a certain thing, you can resist as much as you want within reason. Um, again, keeping in mind that at any point he could say, I'm tired of playing with you. I'm going to just take you up out of this world because I said what I said. You heard me, and you're still choosing to be disobedient. But, again, thankfully he doesn't. But just, you know, being mindful, if he's telling you to do something, do it. You know, it's for your good. You may not understand it, but we have to, you know, step out on faith. And, again, I mean, everybody's everybody's way is going to be different. Um, Everybody's path is going to be different. I mean, I can only speak for me. It took me a while to finally say, all right, okay, I'm done. You know, I hear you. I'm going to make this move, and I'm still not perfect. I'm still working on it, but I'm just a lot less resistant. So, I mean, just just trusting that if he says it, uh, it it is for your good, no matter how things, you know, look on the outside.
0: And I'm sure that Most that are listening right now can attest to that. I mean, we're all striving. (laughs) We're all striving to become, and the process, as you stated, is different for all of us. And, you know, when you get tired of being tired of being tired, then you'll make change. But until then, you will still try and make you bad enough, bad enough to, to get by, and Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. We do have a few callers. Well, several callers on the line this morning. Um, If you have a question or a comment, certainly you can press one. We have a few people in the chat room. If you have a question and and you're able to type it in, um, we'll certainly address it. Anybody with a question or a comment can press one on the line or send a message via chat room. You can do so at this time. Wow. So I guess, Tiffany, if we just sort of – um wrap everything up that that you shared to inspire us today the 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 main frame would be trust God Somebody trust leave. God period Whole heart, wholeheartedly trust him. <laughs> <laughs> wholeheartedly trust, trust him even when you don't understand trust him even when you don't think you can see your way trust him yes. even when it's uncomfortable and not conventional. Especially when
1: it's uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: trust him. Trust Absolutely. him.
0: Wow. 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 I think there's some people that needed to hear that today. They need to trust him because with the state of uh, our world as it is right now, a lot of people are stressed. A lot of people have questions. A lot of people are concerned about what to come next, how am I going to manage, what am I going to do, you know, all those things. But as you stated, you got to trust him. You got to trust him. And if if he's not Lord of your life, if you've not made that decision to receive him and uh, to allow him to govern your life, then I tell people all the time this is a great time uh, to receive him. This is a great time to build that relationship with the Father um, so that he can aid you and give you peace in the midst of, of any storm you may be facing. Uh, we do have a caller. Good afternoon, and welcome to Lunchtime Inspiration.
1: Good
2: afternoon. This is Mommy number Hi, two.
1: Hi, <laughs> <laughs>
2: How are you, sweetie? I just want to uh, just say how wonderful it is and was to uh, hear you release. Um, the importance of trusting God and not being resistant. Um, I think these are things that your, your mom has actually touched on the past few days in her morning releases and um, in our Bible study last night. But I just want to encourage you uh, to keep pushing forward. Um, there are so many great, great things that are coming your way. Um, And if you stay planted in his word and you stay on your path, you are going to continue, continue to blow the minds of people in this small town, Um, but not only in this small town, but just throughout the state of Virginia and the world. So I applaud you on today for all um, that you have been doing and know that you have uh, a cheerleader right up the street. If you need me, I'm here. Amen. (laughs)
1: Thank you,
0: Auntie.
2: Love you. Love you, too. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Any other questions, comments, um, or remarks before we go off the air? For those who are on the phone line, you can press 1. For those who are in the chat room, if you're able to type your question, we will certainly address it. Tiffany, there may be some who are listening. I know that I encounter sometimes young people in college and, um other young girls, I mean, like from the time you were two or three years old, you, you said to me, When I grow up, I'm gonna be a lawyer. You knew that when you <laughs> were little. I mean you 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 made that claim before I, I was like, how does she even know what a lawyer is? Um, but that's what that's what you profess and that's what you claim even as a little girl. And so there may be some someone that's listening today that's like, Hey, Maybe I can talk to Tiffany. Maybe she can give me some insight. Maybe I can get some one-on-one inspiration and guidance from her. How can people find you
1: on social uh, media? I am on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Facebook would probably be easier because um, I am under my normal name, Tiffany Webb. Um, friend me, send me a message, um, whatever the case may be. Um I will say, quickly, because I know we're running out of time, you know, one of my desires, and this is something that I had wanted to do for a while now, uh, but now that I find myself with more free time um, than I've had previously, um, the thought has to my mind, it is my desire one day to um, establish some type of nonprofit, um, and I already have the name, which would essentially be I Thrive. Um, and and I think that and I'm I'm gonna say my people because I'm speaking for myself. Oftentimes we say, you know, I'm making it, I'm making it. You know, I want people to do more than make it. I want them to thrive. Um, I want them to, you know, be happy, not discontent. And and everything it is that they do. And so, you know, my my desire is to be um, a person that people can reach out to to ask questions if they have a desire. You know, growing up. I didn't know any uh, attorneys that looked like me. I barely knew any attorneys at all. The few that I did know definitely did not look like me. Um, And even in the midst of that, those people took me under their wing because they saw something in me. But I know how I feel when I'm at work and I come into contact with other professionals with brown skin like mine and how excited I get when I see someone that looks like me, you know, in the courtroom or at different conferences because it just builds um, more self-esteem in yourself to, you know, see a like-minded person and recognize that, you know, those those struggles and those victories were probably very similar. Um, So, you know, it is my desire, as I said, to open up that nonprofit so that for those young girls who may not necessarily want to be an attorney, but want to be a professional in some field and don't know how to get there don't know what steps to take um, to you know get through that process to kind of build um, build a place build an organization where I can connect them to people that look like them who wants to put themselves out there and help them to get through that process better than, you know, we did, so that it won't have to be um, so hard, so stressful, you know, so financially burdensome. So, I mean, please, if there is any question that you have, again, not just for me as an attorney, but I know a lot of smart boss women um, who do a lot of different things. And so if I don't have the answer, I'm pretty confident that I can link you up with someone that does. Um, And I always say, you know, the best way to figure out if you truly want to do something is to expose yourself to that, um, to go and shadow a person for a day, um, you know, really get into what their lifestyle is on a day-to-day basis to see if that is something that you could do. Um, And I'm always happy, again, to talk to people who are interested in things like that. So I am on social media. You can reach out to my mom. She knows how to get in contact with me as well. Um, But, again, I'm, I'm always here to help.
0: Thanks, that's powerful. Again, since that, we've had several more callers on the phone line. If you have a question or a comment for Tiffany, certainly you can press one and I can bring you live. Um, wow, I Thrive. I guess it's time for I Thrive, Tiff, you think?
1: It's, it's, it's <laughs> almost
0: time for I Thrive. <laughs> like, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, God will. Right? <laughs> God will.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Um, doesn't appear that I have any other questions or comments from the call line. We appreciate you joining us again today for Lunchtime Inspiration with the Empowerment Place. Um, it is our motto that once you've been empowered, you take the responsibility to empower someone else. And that's, that's the basis for our inspirational lunchtime. We, as, as Empowerment Place, we are empowered by the word. I even did a devotional. You can buy it on Amazon, empowered by the word. And because that word not only empowers me, but it inspires me, it's my desire to share with you all, our listening audience, something each day that you can hold on to, something that will remind you of who you are and what you're entitled to as a child of God. And so today Tiffany came and she shared with us that we've got to trust him. Trust him. Even when you don't understand, even when you don't feel it, even when you don't see it, even when it's a hard thing to trust him. And if you do, as she said, it'll give you the opportunity to thrive, to thrive in what you've been purposed to do here in the earth, to thrive against any obstacle that would present itself. It will empower you to be everything desires you be. So we say thank you. Join us again tomorrow. I am on Facebook Live each day, Monday through Friday at 7.30 a.m. with a morning motivational message. And then at noon, Monday through Friday, we're here with Lunchtime Inspiration. On Saturday mornings at 9 a.m., we will have a Seeking Truth teaching with myself and Pastor Linda Brown of Agape Ministries from uh, King and Queen, uh, Virginia. And then on Sunday evenings at 8 p.m., we have our weekly empowerment teaching. Tomorrow, we are delighted to have with us as our Lunchtime um, Inspirer. Uh, prophet, prophetess, my sister, Sabrina Clemens. So we invite you to join us again then as well. Until next time, we say today, do something to empower yourself. But once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. Love and blessings to each of you. Tiffany, thank you so much again for being with us today. Thank you.